0: Hi,
1: Merry Christmas,
0: you filthy animal. We're ZZMP, it's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast, and we're back with another re-release. We are going to have a few original Christmas episodes this year, we promise. We are. But this is our way of keeping some episodes going. Otherwise, there would just be crickets chirping.
1: One episode a week. If that. If that.
0: (laughs) It's just a busy time. I think you can understand. Thank you for bearing with us. We're doing the best we can to spread that jolly goodness.
1: Listen, we're putting out good episodes. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) We are, however, going to be taking a real, real break after the holidays. We are. And I'm not even going to promise when we're coming back.
1: We'll do it when we feel like it.
0: (laughs) When we're mentally and physically able. But it'll be a good time for you to catch up if you're not caught up on all of our episodes. Also, if you're not already a member of our Patreon, you could come join us there.
1: Closing in on 50 episodes over there.
0: A lot of bonus episodes. Yes. And things get a little wild around there sometimes. They
1: do. (laughs) We let all the way loose.
0: No inhibitions whatsoever. Mostly. Mostly. Even if you just join for one month.
1: $4, 50 episodes. That's a deal.
0: That is a deal. We work hard. We do. You'd basically be buying one of us a half a cup of coffee. That's right. Or a beer, a beer and a half. A beer and a half. (laughs) And that's at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. If you don't listen all the way to the end.
1: Go subscribe. Go check it out. Enjoy it.
0: (laughs) We also have some new exciting news.
1: It's our very own. We don't want to grow up merchandise shop.
0: Is that Chewy?
1: No, it's not Chewy. It's one of the sand people.
0: Oh, that's right. I kind of wanted to do the Arsenio Hall. Whoop,
1: whoop, whoop, Listen, we could do them both.
0: That's beautiful music to my ears. Thank you. And now we've done both.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so go check out we-don't-wanna-grow-up.myspreadshop.com up or visit our link tree and just click on the link.
0: Yes. And you can find that link in our bio on our Instagram. So far, we only have three of our logos on just about any item you can think of.
1: Yes. So keep scrolling because we're kind of figuring out Spreadshop and how to best configure it. So if you just keep going, you know, to like page four or five, you'll see the next design. Yes. Okay. And just a bit of information, Spreadshop's like a print-on-demand service. So they handle all the shipping, all returns, and any questions or issues that you might have.
0: But we're excited. It's our first step in this little part of the journey that we've been wanting to do for a long time.
1: Yeah. More designs to come.
0: Yes. We appreciate your support. We do. All right. So Home Alone. Classic. We watch it every year, sometimes a few times a year. We do. It still cracks me up that when we did this episode, December 5th, 2020, again, early days, our very first Christmas episode we ever did... It was paired up with Gremlins, which we've already put that re-release out. Like we've said before, we just didn't really research back then.
1: It was a different type of show, and that's fine.
0: It is fine. It was good for the time. (laughs) Yes. So it just cracks me up, though, because like listening to it back, I'm like, I don't remember important details (laughs) about this movie that I should know so well. But I mean, I think you put just about unless you're an expert, unless you are like very into the movie where you know all the fun facts and yes. everything. If you just got behind a mic and started talking about the movie, you might not remember every detail. You might think that you would. It's, Some, it's may. Hard.
1: Some may, but it is hard.
0: It, I'm saying like without researching it. Yes. Without taking notes while you're watching it, which right. is something we do now that we did not do then.
1: Yeah, we were just going off the cuff. It's pretty yeah. good, in my opinion. <laughs> Don't be in <trashing> this episode. <laughs>
0: Before we play the episode, you did find a fun fact that we didn't notice the first time around or all the tons of times we've watched this movie.
1: Yeah, I never noticed. A little Mitch Murphy is out there with the van driver.
0: He's their neighbor.
1: He's their neighbor. He's the annoying kid who won't shut up.
0: He also gets mistaken for Kevin. He does. Yeah.
1: So he's asking the van driver a bunch of questions. And what we didn't see before, but what you can't unsee now is as the van driver is answering him, The actor, Jeffrey Wiseman, is mouthing the same words that the van driver is saying. Yes. He's going right along with him.
0: I think it's cute, but I also think it's funny that the director didn't catch it.
1: Yeah. And Will Smith used to do that as well. It was Will. Yeah.
0: I wrote down because I was trying to remember. I was like, there's someone else that we have talked about on this podcast that used to do that, and I can't remember who it was. I was thinking it was a girl, but it was Will when we did Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
1: Early days for Will.
0: Yes. So, you're welcome if you've never noticed it, because now you will notice it every single time.
1: Please do go check it out.
0: <laughs> and enjoy the episode. Stay tuned for a few extra comments from us at the end.
1: All right, does that do it for our gremlins? I
0: think that's it for nice. gremlins. We, I think we could talk about Christmas stuff forever. And good yeah. thing, because our next movie is... Is... Ah! <laughs> Home Alone. Alone. So 1990. Yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving.
1: It's a holiday classic at this point.
0: It is. Yeah. And another one that's not really a typical holiday theme. It is considered a Christmas movie, obviously, but it's got a lot of bad things happening in it. <laughs> right, a lot, of,
1: a lot of cartoon violence.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nobody dies or anything, but you know, so it's an American Christmas family comedy and written and produced by John Hughes and directed by Chris Columbus.
1: I think they said John Hughes wrote this in a weekend. Yeah. One weekend. It's amazing.
0: A lot of our information we actually got from watching the movies that made us on Netflix. You should
1: definitely watch it. And watch it now because they're about to release...
0: The, the movies that made us, too. Oh, wait, the, the holiday, holiday movies that movies made us. that made us.
1: Like, it's coming out in, like, a couple days.
0: I'm so excited about it. Me,
1: too. I can't wait to see what's on there.
0: And it will probably give us some, some help, some cool facts to share with you on the podcast.
1: Some good info and insight.
0: Because I think we'll do a couple of these Christmas-themed
1: podcasts. As we should.
0: As we should. So, this one, it's funny to think about because Chris Columbus had written The Goonies. Mm-hmm. And he wrote Gremlins. And what else did he write? He wrote something else. Oh, well, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. But he that was his first, wasn't that the he first direct, one he that's directed? That's the first one he
1: directed, yeah.
0: But this one, John Hughes actually hired Chris Columbus to direct National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And he was on set and everything.
1: I think he had started directing He it. did. Yeah.
0: But he and Chevy Chase... Definitely butted heads. Butted heads,
1: yeah. yeah. Chevy was like, I don't know As you. I think,
0: I think Chevy chased my butt heads with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so Chris basically quit that. And then John sent Chris this script. And Chris didn't like it at first. No. He like would rewrite it a little bit and then send it back and forth. And And Chris really helped with the sentimental parts of it. The real Christmassy, good feels, like the church scene. scene, Yeah,
1: that's the best example I think he gave.
0: And maybe like the end of the movie with when the parents finally came home. I feel like he really pushed for those kind of feel good moments. Which
1: made it into... What a it holiday is classic. Absolutely
0: yeah. because before it, like if it wasn't for those things I don't think that it would have stood the test of time.
1: No because I mean the other stuff's fun.
0: Right, but But there's you got to n- have a balance.
1: Right. It wouldn't be a Christmas classic without that stuff.
0: Yeah, a Christmas classic has to still give you the feels. Right. Because even like National Lampoon's gives you the feels a little bit, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely.
1: They're trying to have a great Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Also interesting about this movie and something else that makes it the classic that it is, is that they got John Williams to score it.
1: Yeah, which they all thought was ridiculous. They wouldn't be able to get John Williams.
0: He scored Jaws, Star Wars... Indiana Jones and Superman.
1: Not sure if you ever heard of any of those. But yeah, he
0: has, <laughs> so obviously, like he it is was, the a, it was a big composer.
1: Deal. Like, it's amazing what he has. What composed. a freaking
0: talent. Yeah. Because the score of Home Alone, just hearing like a little bar of it gives me chills. Yeah. You know, the same as like just the opening credits of Star Wars gives right. me chills. So, as we all know, this movie stars Macaulay Calkin as Kevin McAllister.
1: Which is not his debut. He was in another movie with John Candy for Uncle yeah, Buck.
0: That John Hughes did. Yeah. Uncle Buck, and that that's why they ended up casting Macaulay.
1: Yeah. Well, he said I think he basically that's what wrote gave him it for the it.
0: idea. Yeah, because he for loved him. working with them and yeah. he was like, What if I wrote a movie around an eight-year-old kid mm-hmm. and the studios didn't like that? Nope. Because they were used to centering a movie around a movie star. Okay, yeah. You know, like, like a, a big name. Sylvester Stallone or a <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks or something like that.
1: I would love it if Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Home Alone somehow.
0: <laughs> well, they did have Joe Pesci.
1: They did have Joe Pesci as that's
0: Harry. True who, you know, was in Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino, My Cousin Vinny, the Irishman, he wasn't the best behaved, though.
1: No, you Probably
0: wasn't. no Chevy Chase, but he hated early call times.
1: Because?
0: He wanted to play golf. He
1: wanted to go play golf. Which is so
0: <laughs> funny. It reminds <laughs> me of your dad. I know.
1: <laughs> like, this acting is getting in the way of my golfing.
0: <laughs> like, wait a minute. This <laughs> making of money acting is getting in the way of my hobbies. <laughs>
1: the reason you can golf so much is because of your acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get your priorities straight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, well, they said that he complained a lot about... Some of the script.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you can see it, too, where he probably didn't feel a line. Yeah. Where they're, like, clinging uh, crowbars yeah, together. Yeah, yeah,
0: Crowbars <laughs> up.
1: Crowbars up.
0: You could tell he didn't like that. And mm. he also felt weird not being able to curse. So he kind of created his own language that he did. felt like cursing. It's like
1: cartoon cursing.
0: Yeah. Who was it like? Like Yosemite Sam or something like that? Yes. You know, where it was, like, a bunch of gibberish. <laughs> yes. So then... There was Daniel Stern cast as Marv. He starred in I'm Dancing As Fast As I Can with Pesci. So they were already friends. So they cast him and they cast him for a certain amount of time. They ended up telling him that they needed him for like just two more weeks. Yeah. And he asked if he would be making more money. And they said no, because they, they had a low budget for yeah. this movie. Like eleven what, million. million, eleven million $11 million. million dollars, yeah. Which sounds like a lot, but it's not for making a big studio film. And they said, no, we're not going to give you more money. And he's like, then I'm out. Yep. So they cast then Dan Roebuck, which I don't really.
1: Well, go look him up. If you go look up Dan Roebuck, you'll see his face. And he was like, sort oh, of familiar. He's like a character actor that yeah. I've seen in things. And I guess he would have been OK.
0: Yeah, but it didn't work out. No. I guess maybe the Columbus didn't like it. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't. It didn't work. So they ended up getting Daniel Stern back. And, you know, he was on that, the movies that made us. And he's just like, can you imagine? Like, that would have been He's like, what an idiot. (laughs) The one to get away.
1: Because this, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like for at least the next 50 years, this movie will be watched. Absolutely. You know, and to even if he doesn't get paid for it, even if he just made X amount of dollars and that's it. To have something that you worked on Mm -hmm. live for that long has to matter to you. You know, so he has to be glad that he, oh, you
0: know, he's thinking his lucky stars because he really hasn't. I mean, he's been in so, you know, he was in Diner and City Slickers and very bad things. Also, did you know he voiced Kevin Arnold like the adult version of Kevin Arnold in the Wonder Years?
1: He's like the host. He's the
0: voice. He's the one that's telling he's the telling
1: story. He's telling the story? Yeah. No, I didn't. That's him? That's him. That doesn't sound like him.
0: Isn't that cool?
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Anyway. That's those iconic are great, too. Those are great things. Yeah. But like, I loved The Wonder Years, but I didn't know that was Daniel no Stern. No You, you never saw him. Right. So if he hadn't done Home Alone, people mm-hmm. might not really, really know who he is. I And right. they kind of know, like he's more like a character actor. But when you see him, you know him from Home Alone.
1: Yeah, it's Marv.
0: So then there was John Hurd, who played Peter, Kevin's father. And he was in Beaches and Big, Awakenings, Sharknado.
1: He was in Sharknado?
0: Yeah. Wow. He was in, uh, more recently, Prison Break. And then he was in The Sopranos.
1: Was he in The Sopranos? I don't remember. I don't know. I I mean, that was a long show.
0: I think that he won like an Emmy or something for uh, like a guest appearance. But I think he was on there over a period of time.
1: Mm. I have to be forgetting him because I love The Sopranos.
0: But did you know that he passed away?
1: Yeah, you told me that. and I, I didn't know that he had actually passed yeah, away in 2017,
0: he, but he was way older than I would have thought. He was in his 70s. I don't know what happened with him, but sad to know, though.
1: Yeah, that is sad.
0: And then the person with, like, one of the best names I've ever heard, aside from, like, what was the Polly one from Gremlins? I forgot it now, but...
1: Wait, oh. It's
0: Polly something. Yeah. Anyway... Robert's Blossom.
1: Robert's Blossom. Old Man Marley.
0: Who also has passed away, yeah. but you kind of expected that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, was he older. was old back then, though he did live till 2011.
0: I know. But he he played Kevin's elderly neighbor, Old Man Marley, who was everybody was afraid of in the beginning. and yeah. None of it was true. Rumors.
1: I'm trying to think if we had any neighbors <laughs> that we were scared of. I mean, we had like Mr. Felice. Mm -hmm. behind us, but we weren't scared of him because we would go rampage in his yard. He had this really tall tree. We lived in three-story houses. Mm -hmm. This tree was taller than that, and I would climb his tree to the top. I can't think of a neighbor that we were scared of.
0: I don't think we had one either.
1: Yeah. I feel like we, well, our next-door neighbors, we weren't necessarily scared of. We just didn't get along with them. Mm -hmm. Some of them. There's one side we did, one side we didn't.
0: Gotcha. But Robert's Blossom, he was in, he had supporting roles in The Great Gatsby, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Ooh, I wonder if that's the, the link. from Alcatraz. Christine.
1: Spielberg. He I mean, Spielberg. he definitely did Close Encounters.
0: He did, but this isn't Spielberg.
1: Yeah, but it's Chris Columbus, who is a prodigy yeah. of true, Spielberg. true, true, true. So I wonder if that's the link. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anyways.
0: Maybe so, and then the great Catherine O'Hara, the
1: amazing Catherine O'Hara. As Kate, I love her. <laughs>
0: Kevin's mother. People already knew of her from Beetlejuice, and she was in like Second City and stuff like that. But she she's a comedic actress. Yeah. Uh, now you may know her from Schitt's Creek as Maura Rose. David, <laughs> the best. And then just too many siblings and cousins and aunts and uncles. To talk houseful. about here. It
1: is a house full.
0: You know, I can't go through the IMDB. No,
1: we don't need of to. Of all
0: of this, but yeah. you all know who they are. So we know Home Alone is centered around Kevin, who's an eight-year-old boy. We see that he is sent to bed because he was being... A- <laughs> A Little bit of a jerk, right? Yeah,
1: running around the house, acting crazy.
0: I don't even remember, like, what did he do that he got in so much trouble?
1: Um, so they were all down there. He got mad about the pizza, and oh, because they didn't order
0: him a cheese pizza, they did,
1: but then they ate it. And then Buzz started pretending like he was throwing up, right? So he and he like pushed him, and it like he fell over a whole bunch of stuff and knocked
0: all the milk and the cokes,
1: yeah, yeah, all over the plane tickets and the
0: passports, yes. Which I never... It never stood out to me before... That his dad threw away Kevin's plane ticket. Yeah, we
1: saw that he was on like cleaning up. Actually, we rewatched it not too long ago. Yeah, and then re rewatched it. Right, and we both saw it on the re rewatch. Yeah. We we're like, whoa! He just threw away their his plane their ticket. plane ticket Which in the trash. Makes
0: sense as to why they wouldn't have caught that he wasn't on the plane. Even it though does. they didn't really follow the protocol. Yes. Anyway, we'll talk
1: about that in a little bit.
0: Yeah, but anyway, he gets in trouble. Right, the whole house is like freaking chaotic. And you have a big family, right? So we've definitely experienced like vacations where everybody's there and there's a lot going on.
1: It is chaotic.
0: So I can see that. And especially if you were all together, like getting ready to leave to go on a trip out of the country. Yeah. like It would be a lot of running around because there's a lot of young kids, some teenagers.
1: Well, they're like, hey, eight year old, pack your suitcase for this. <laughs> pack however, <my> suitcase? <laughs> right. However long <laughs> European trip, make you pack your own suitcase. Yeah, that
0: probably wouldn't happen now. Not happening. (laughs) Pack my suitcase.
1: Well, I don't think it would have happened back then. He couldn't pack his own suitcase. He doesn't know know what to bring.
0: But so he gets in trouble for pushing Buzz and causing this spill and all of that and gets sent to the attic. It's this whole thing. He gets into the attic. The family goes to bed and there's a.
1: Well, he tells his mom, I I hope I never see any of you ever again. Oh, yeah say that again, it might come true. You'd feel really bad if that came true.
0: Right. Oh, is that when he's like, when I grow up, I'm living
1: alone. No, that's before then. I'm living alone. That's when oh. Joe Pesci is downstairs, case in the case joint. Case in the joint. <laughs> this is later on. And, and he says, I hope I never see any of you again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his I mom's hope you like- I mean that. Yeah, yeah, I hope
1: you don't mean that. So he says it again, and then he goes to sleep.
0: So they almost make you think, like, with the windstorm coming into yeah. town, like it's some sort of magic like, magic, like the wish came true. Christmas
1: magic is happening.
0: Because the windstorm makes the power go out. And because the power goes out, the alarms go off, because this is before the age of smartphones. Yeah. Well,
1: nowadays- in our house, if the power goes out and then comes back on, <laughs> all the smart stuff comes back on.
0: Yeah, and your, mainly the your the entire house is lit up like Christmas.
1: I mean, as bright as it can be, it goes to on 100%.
0: Right. Well, because that's what we were talking about. It. And I was like, but I feel like I would have woken up when the power went out. And you're like, no, you wake up when the power comes back on because yeah. our entire house lights
1: up. And you now, hear in the everything summer,
0: turning back on.
1: In the summer, we would probably notice it because a... The AC goes out and two, the fan would turn off. (laughs) And D, and D, (laughs) we'd get really hot in the bed.
0: (laughs) Right. True. (laughs) Anyway, the power goes out. Power goes out. And the parents wake up and they realize we we slept slept in! in! <laughs> and, and you know, yes, yeah. montage. Yeah, a montage of the house running around everybody and
1: everybody running, that <laughs> up. Yeah,
0: getting out of the house, and then she has the older cousin count, and just so happens that the neighbor kid comes over,
1: same height, age-ish as Kevin,
0: and she counts him from behind, assumes it's Kevin, so that's where he gets counted,
1: and they're short one ticket because the ticket got thrown away,
0: right. Although I don't think anybody was counting tickets at that point.
1: But that's why they realized when they were handing the lady the tickets.
0: Oh, well, but... I mean, Or
1: that's when, why they, they didn't get brought up when they were handing the lady the tickets. Yeah,
0: but they don't even show her counting the tickets. They don't? No, she's just like counting people. She ho- she's holding the tickets in her hand and she's counting people. This is after they've run through right. the, so the they're famous short, airport scene.
1: They're short one ticket.
0: Yeah, but they don't show her counting the tickets. They just run in to get on the plane. She's oh. got the tickets in her hand and she's like counting people as they go in pre-9-11. That, yes, never, this would, is all, that would yeah. never would have happened now. It's
1: very jarring to see them, first of all, sprinting through the airport straight up to the gate. Yeah. For those of you who haven't flown pre 9-11, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> have any idea that you could bring your family with you to, to the, the gate. air, to the gate. Yes. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to give you a hug at the gate and as it was I board the plane. great because you have
0: somebody wait with you. Yeah. You know, I remember the first time I ever flew, I flew to LA yeah. by myself, but my parents actually like took me to the airport because I think I flew out of like Nashville. Yeah. And... They came and like sat with me at the gate until I left. I was scared. I mean, I was like 21 because, yeah, I was out there for my 21st birthday.
1: You'd never flown before? No. Oh, wow.
0: Because we didn't fly anywhere for trips. My mom has still never flown to this day. That's crazy. I know. But we just drove everywhere. So that was my first flight. To go visit my friend Kimberly in LA. I
1: feel like my first flight was to Indianapolis Uh on the way to Albuquerque.
0: Okay. But it was scary being my my first flight and I was by myself.
1: (laughs) I'll share a story about that later. OK, <laughs> <laughs> on my side, anyways, I wasn't scared, though. I had, I had a good time.
0: I mean, I was I didn't really know to be scared. I was just scared of the unknown. Yeah. You
1: know, I'm scared now. I hate flying. now. He does
0: hate flying. now. I've, I've but... been
1: I've been made to be scared of flying.
0: <laughs> but where were we? The airport, all the craziness.
1: Well, whose fault do we think it is that Kevin got left in the first we place? We
0: discussed this. I honestly blame the mom and I hate to mom shame. Yeah. I just, you know, and I'm not a parent, but I have, I was a teacher for a very long time and I understand you don't just count once. No. As a teacher, we counted around every corner that we walked past, like in a line. Yeah. You continuously count because you might lose somebody along the way because they might trail off.
1: Especially, there was like 15 kids in this movie. Right. How that's not priority one in your mind is crazy.
0: Like, I understand it's chaotic. I understand you're late, but you're trusting like a teenage girl.
1: Yeah. To do the count for you. And that's like a big thing that they focused on in the movies that made us was how can we sell the fact that this would have happened? Right. Because I don't think this would have happened to a real mom. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't. I think a real mom would have, first of all, focused on her kids, the the core group. There wasn't that many. Yeah, core she group. had
0: like five kids, maybe. Yeah.
1: So it's a, it's easy to be like, oh, my kids are here. Yeah. Then let's see if everybody everybody else, else is here.
0: worry about your own kids.
1: Exactly, Uncle. Who's the uncle? Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank. Yeah. You worry about your kid. Yeah.
0: So she finally realizes, like, she gets on the plane. She's up there, up in first class, while the kids are all in yeah. coach. Uncle and, Frank
1: is like, oh. oh Fill fill this up, fill this up all the way. Which I can't believe him. I would do the same thing.
0: Yeah, that's but the best part about he's first like, class.
1: He's stealing silverware and stuff like it. Or oh, yeah, crystal. He's having his
0: wife put the crystal in her purse. But this is
1: real crystal. He's like, ding,
0: ding. Now, have we ever done that? No. No.
1: From an airplane? No.
0: No, not from an airplane.
1: <laughs> salt and pepper shakers, isn't it? Didn't no. we steal the, the the tiny salt and pepper shakers? Oh
0: wait, well no, that was from like room service. That doesn't count.
1: What are you talking about?
0: Because I also have taken, like, the tiny hot sauce bottles and ketchup bottles from room service because those are super cute. Yeah. But those are ours because we paid for them. Yeah. Uh I'm talking about, like, the little tiny like a beer thing from World of beer
1: oh the beer glass yeah i mean it was like a beer shot glass
0: it looked like a yeah it looked like a beer mug, like the uh, the fancy like that you would get, what's it called that you would get a craft beer in
1: no it looked it looked like but
0: it was a shot glass,
1: like a brandy glass a huge brandy glass you know that's got that shape that you swirl brand, yeah. brandy around in yeah shrunken but they also serve 26. craft beers and something like that. They do, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it was like a shot
1: glass. Well we did take that. We did. Not because it was on it, your
0: birthday. Not like because it was
1: expensive. It was, it was unique. You. It was unique. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Right? Uncle Frank's taking it because like this is real crystal. I'm gonna turn this into the pawn shop yeah. or something. We took it because it was cool. And right. we still have it.
0: <laughs> the only other thing I think that I've taken is like ramekins from a restaurant because I didn't want to put like butter or a sauce like just in there in my to go. Listen, dish. those
1: ramekins are really useful. OK, I just put ketchup in it this week.
0: <laughs> we only have like two of them. It's just
1: two of them, but they're super useful because they're just the right size.
0: Yeah. But anyway, it made me laugh because other than that, it's not like we're not putting like good crystal in our in a bag.
1: Oh, we did take the towels. <laughs> <laughs> from, from The list goes on Cardival. and
0: on. We do have this carnival pool towel. They're so big. <laughs> except they're falling apart now. We and barely even use them. Anyway, so they're in first class. The parents yeah. are up there and she's just like, I just have that feeling like, you know, they, they think that she left like the iron on or yeah. the oven on or something and the garage, the garage door. door's open. And he's like, that's it. We that's did. It. I left and, it open. And they did. And then she's like, no, that's not it. And then all of a sudden it just hits her and she's like. Kevin, come on, Kevin. <laughs> that's where they realize they left him at home and she's like beating herself up. And they're, you know, they have to wait till they get off the plane before they can yeah. start attempting to get it's back funny home to him.
1: Because they start using that term. He's home alone. Which, yeah. You know, of course, is the name of the movie. And then they everybody keeps saying that, like, I've got a son who's home alone. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a understood phrase. Yeah. Which always struck me as odd. Like,
0: you don't think that was a phrase before the movie? No. Really?
1: If you told that to a police officer, I've got a son who's home alone, that wouldn't mean what it means. He wouldn't know that he's been left by himself alone while you're in Paris.
0: Well, you know? yeah, because we were home alone a lot as yeah,
1: kids. I was home alone all the time. The
0: difference is he's home alone and no one's coming home.
1: He's been accidentally we're left out of home the alone. Country. <laughs> right, because we're in another country. Right.
0: So back home- Kevin is initially excited about being home alone, right? He's having a great time. He's jumping on his parents' bed, eating popcorn, eating junk food. What does he say? He's eating junk and watching rubbish.
1: Watching rubbish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's going through his brother's stuff in his chest with the Playboys and the Junior Mints. The Playboy and Junior Mints. He sleds down the stairs where he burst through the front door. Uh, or no, I guess the door, he leaves the door open so he can He
1: does out. leave the door open and sleds through the front, open front door.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good
1: job, though. But still. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean,
0: great idea, but dangerous, right? Very His dangerous. mom would never let him do that, I'm sure.
1: I tried to sled down just our porch front stairs and it didn't go well.
0: No. <laughs> We would just do the thing where you would, you know, the stairs going down to our basement. I mean, it was carpeted at the
1: time, and we you would would sled down those. No,
0: no, no, not sled. We would just sit on our bums and
1: a slide
0: and slide down. But you know where you'd get momentum, and you're like boom, 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 boom. I mean, it hurt too, so I don't even know why we did it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we did it. (laughs) But that was, you know, that was allowed. Yes, but things take a turn when he realizes. That he's got two burglars. Bandits. Bandits. The wet the bandits. The wet bandits. Trying to, Case you know, in his joint. Case in his joint. That when he sees them, when it first happens, does he overhear their plans.
1: So he first sees Joe Pesci in the house as the cop. Sees yeah. his gold tooth. Right,
0: right. Ding. That's what And I'll
1: then remember. he sees Joe Pesci just in a van as not a cop. Yes. Ding. And then the van follows him. He runs home. Throws the party with the silhouettes.
0: But how did, did he overhear them say he was coming? They were coming back at nine o'clock that night or something. And that's when he was ready to he make did. it look like the party.
1: Yep. Which no. is like
0: the best scene ever.
1: I believe the I'm going to protect my home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is when he overhears them uh, as far as when they're coming back is after the silhouette okay, party.
0: The second time. Yeah. All right. But he somehow knew they were coming.
1: He did. He overheard them saying what time they were coming.
0: Because that's when he did the party. Oh. Like, how did he know to have the party going?
1: Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. You're probably right.
0: And then another time when they showed up was when he was playing the, the gangster movie. <laughs> lousy, no
1: good keister.
0: Off my property. Off my property. Which, by the way, did you know that that is actually a movie within a movie, like, they filmed that. That, that is, blows my mind. That was not a movie that they were just playing. it's like,
1: what's it called? Like Angels oh, something or other? I, I forget it. what it is. It's okay.
0: No, I have it written down somewhere. So, it was called Angels with Filthy Souls. Yes. So, it parodies a 1938 crime film called Angels with Dirty Faces. Ah, uh, okay. But I loved hearing that because I yeah. just always... The whole, this whole time, I thought that that was just an actual movie they were playing.
1: I just assumed that was a real movie.
0: So, you know, like we said, with the having to defend his house, you know, he realizes that they're going to keep coming back and he comes up with this just... House of Horrors, basically.
1: Yeah. To protect a cartoon his home, House of Horrors,
0: where he takes you know Marv and Harry through
1: the ringer. Yeah. He um, punishes them.
0: Yeah. Nails through the foot, like iron to the face.
1: Paint cans to the face. Icy stairs. Makes the
0: stairs icy. Uh, like,
1: micro machines.
0: Micro. Yeah. Burns off Joe Pesci's.
1: Burns head. his head. Yeah. Shoots him with a BB gun.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of craziness, and they just keep coming after him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you've got Marley. Yeah. Old man Marley, who he had bonded with at the church and learned learned his story so he knew he could trust him. He was a good a good dude. He's the one that ends up, you know, saving him. Yeah, because because they do catch up with him at the
1: end. The bandits catch him, hang him up on a hook by his sweater, and then they're gonna do all the stuff to him. Rip
0: off his finger. Yeah, Yeah, like do all the stuff that he did. That he did to to them,
1: yeah. But then old man Marley comes up, bashes him in the head with a shovel, which is what Buzz had said that's how he killed everybody in the beginning.
0: That's true. And, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I never even thought of that. So yeah. What if it, it could be true?
1: <laughs> Maybe it is true. <laughs> Maybe it oh, is true. Oh, you just
0: turned that all upside down for me. <laughs> but Kevin had called the police, too, before that happened. He's a very smart kid. And because their signature was to leave the water running in their They're houses, the bandits. that's how they were able to track all the homes that they had
1: hit. We're like, oh, we know everywhere you've been now.
0: Yep. Ah, f- And, you know, at the end of the day, Kevin's family makes it home Christmas morning as the snow is beautifully falling outside, a white Christmas, just like we talked about. Right. And we actually learned that that beautiful snow and that beautiful scene was actually potato
1: flakes. Literal potato flakes that then rotted. Yeah. (laughs) After they blew them everywhere.
0: They said that it was, like, unseasonably warm that year in Chicago. Like, 60s, you know, so they weren't getting snow. Oh. And they all knew that when you get the page, because <laughs> this was in 1990, they were going to page everybody, yep. uh, that that meant that it had been snowing it's and snowing, you better go you to this there. house right. in the suburbs of Chicago. They only used that house for Exterior the exteriors, yeah. um, but they knew they had to go to that house. Mm-hmm. To get the snow shots. And it did finally snow, but they still added in the potato flakes for the big flakes.
1: Yeah, because it wasn't snowing quite as heavy as they needed.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they did because it was gorgeous. It was. That's a beautiful scene.
1: It did look like big, thick snowflakes. Yeah,
0: I love that kind of snow. Yeah, me too. So some other fun facts aside from the potato flakes. Well, we know there was a cameo by John Candy. Yep. May he rest in peace as Gus Polinski, the polka musician who helps Kate get back home. He did it as a favor to John Hughes because they were friends. He worked for one whole day. Like it was 23 hours of filming. And they said they didn't think he realized it was going to be that long of a day. Like
1: the entire 23 hours they used him. Right.
0: And the crazy thing is that he got paid to scale. He got paid 414 dollars for home alone which was less than the pizza guy made yeah the guy who delivers the freaking (laughs) right pizza little nero's pizza or whatever it was
1: we disagree on this but they say (laughs) everything in the house was red and green wallpaper furniture kitchen it is so
0: true and crazy how i never realized it before and now that's all i see when i watch it
1: my problem is the only thing i see that is not green or red are the countertops in the kitchen. Those are, to me.
0: No, they're green. They're blue.
1: No, they're blue. <laughs> Little white Christmas. <laughs> there. They're,
0: they totally look like an emerald, deep emerald green to me. And I think that's what they're meant to be. But they, they appear like a teal blue to you.
1: Could be the TV that I'm watching or huh? not.
0: <laughs> Could be. And okay, so we said they used the house for the exteriors. The rest of the set was built in a high school gym, which was really cool to see um, how they like planned all that out. And weird to think about all these scenes you're seeing are you're actually <laughs> inside
1: just a high, a high school, school gym.
0: And it's the same gym that they used for um, Uncle Buck and Ferris Bueller. Yeah, other John Hughes. It's
1: in Chicago, it's, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, in the burbs. So even though it didn't have a great, you know, a high budget. And people didn't have a lot of high hopes for it. Because it ballooned
1: from eleven million up to fourteen million, and got handed off from
0: Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers to, to Fox.
1: Fox. Like Fox kind of stole it from because uh, Warner Brothers was. Well, like, they dropped it. It's over. It's over budget. We're dropping the film. We're, we're stopping production. And
0: Twentieth Century Fox like
1: so swept like, in. Hey, we'll take this. You yeah. guys work for us Swooped now.
0: Swept in. Swept in.
1: Yeah, one of them. <laughs> Swooped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, Swooped. Sna- they snatched them up. <laughs> uh it was number one in the box office for 14 weeks that is huge we all know christmas does not last 14 weeks no
1: no we would
0: love for it to but it doesn't no it was the third highest grossing film of all time worldwide as well as the u.s and canada behind only star wars and E.T. Yeah.
1: I don't know that I saw it in the theater.
0: I remember seeing it in the theater with really? my parents. That's awesome. Yes. I just remember. I mean, and the whole theater was just cracking up. Were they? At all. I, I don't. At that point. I mean, I was 90. I was, you know, 11. Yeah. And I don't think at that point I had ever been to a movie in the theater where I heard people that many laughing. people laughing. Right. Right. That much, for that long. It was the, I mean, almost the entire movie. Once the stunt started, the laughter did not stop. They thought (laughs) it was the funniest thing. I mean, I did too, but it's just really funny to think about.
1: Right. I can still remember my stepfather, Rick, watching it and hearing him laugh and cringing as like yeah. marv steps yeah. on the the nail and we still you know, that do that stuff, when right? we You're watch like, oh, it now oh, we've no. seen it a gazillion
0: times and <laughs> yeah. you still cringe <laughs> like no that that's one that that is definitely like a theater moment though that i, I mean i can hear the laughter in my head that's awesome. and i've seen a lot of movies in theater right it was also the highest grossing christmas film that was only surpassed by doctor seuss's the grinch in 2018
1: oh wow so is really? that that's
0: like the benedict cumberbatch grinch the most recent one, 2018.
1: There, there was a different one.
0: Yeah, you don't remember? Like Tillman was watching that a lot when we were up there.
1: No, I never Western paid attention Christmas. to it.
0: It's like a new cartoon version of The Grinch, but it's a longer. It's like a full feature film. Really. Yeah. Wow. It's good. But what's funny is like Roger Ebert of Siskel and Ebert gave the film a two and a half out of four stars. And, and two, thumbs, two down. thumbs down.
1: Two thumbs down. Two thumbs
0: down. Boy, was he wrong. Yes. Some other things about Home Alone that are just funny, like standout things for us the scary basement. I know you had a scary basement.
1: Our basement was terrifying.
0: Yeah. It was- I've only been down there once
1: and it's been redone so it was I just it's remember less scary cracked
0: my head oh yeah walking ceiling. Down
1: very low it
0: hurt so bad and it was my first time being yeah. up in new york for christmas with you my first time meeting i mean i had met most of your family but it was my first time meeting some people and i cracked my head so hard
1: because it's like the split staircases yeah. where the staircase is above you. It it's like double split so staircases. Yeah. So you whacked your head on the ceiling. I really thought, I thought it was going
0: to be like bleeding or yeah. something. It, it didn't. But I remember trying to like act like I was You're fine like, oh. because I was so nervous, like right. being around everybody. Oh, you
1: poor thing. <laughs> but that basement was scary then, but it, it used to be even more scary because it is like a basement from 1909. Right. But I remember my, my stepdad had this thing where it was like a weasel battling a cobra <laughs> it was like this statue essentially but not like made out of stone like it looked like it was real where That's this
0: amazing. cobra
1: was fighting this creature i wish uh, i
0: had seen that
1: i bet you it is still down there somewhere that basement was super scary so i, I know all about scary basements
0: well me too i was terrified of our basement Even though, I mean, it's not like it really was scary. Mm -hmm. It didn't have any windows, so it was very dark. Yes. So I remember every time I would go down there, I would like close my eyes and reach my hand around the corner to turn the light on before (laughs) I would look.
1: Right.
0: And then, though, when you had to leave to go back upstairs, you had to turn the light off.
1: Would you run? My
0: dad was a stickler about keeping, you know, turning the lights off when you left a room. I would take off running. To this day... I will go a little fast going up the stairs from the basement.
1: At the old house when I would I would be walking up the stairs from that basement, mm-hmm. I would get my hustle on
0: me too. I only lived in that house for like two years or something and I definitely <laughs> did that too because the laundry was down there and I, yeah. I remember when I had to go upstairs I would I would run. <laughs> I just always I'd always have that feeling like somebody's chasing me up the stairs. Right. But so th- in this basement, in the Home Alone basement, this most recent time we watched was the first time I ever saw like the Halloween decorations and there's this weird pig mask.
1: Yeah, I didn't see that either until you pointed so it you, out to me.
0: You all need to try to find that when next time you watch. And then of course. Of course, there's all the mannequins because Kate is like a fashion designer or whatever.
1: Yeah, I guess that's her job.
0: I assume so because there are mannequins everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if they ever actually talk about that.
1: They don't say what she does. I just assume that because when Kevin's doing like the puppeteering stuff. Right. I mean, why
0: else would all that be there? Right. All right. So tell me your favorite moments.
1: I really love... The church scene, yeah, and it's funny because that's what Chris Columbus like fought to mm-hmm. have in that movie. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of like separate sections of the movie, and, yeah, and really it takes gives you out
0: it, of all the chaos.
1: It does. It, it's just this different moment, and it's a prep for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's also like the a calm good,
0: before the storm.
1: It is the calm before the storm. So I really like it. But I I love all of the. Traps and the, the cartoon violent stuff. Yeah. All, they're, they're all great, but most iconic for me. And it still makes me laugh every single time it happens because I feel like it's real. I don't think that it's a put on is mm-hmm. when they put that tarantula.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: On Marv's face.
0: He still screamed the other day when we watched it.
1: And he screams. <laughs> <laughs> that is I feel like that is the most guttural real scream ever. Yeah. I don't know if that's an actual tarantula on his face, but I feel like it, it is. Sure,
0: looks like it.
1: It looks. I they feel like the say leg moves. When we watch the thing. They don't, but I feel like it's the legit. <laughs> and if I were Marv, what's a filming great that scene. Scream. Great scream! I would have just gotten into my actual inner character and screamed like that because that that thing had the fattest butt, like the fattest <laughs> spider butt. Ever right on his face, but he it was got a amazing. Big old
0: butt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you?
0: Well, the church scene is also one of my faves. Yeah, and I love the whole scene where he creates the party. Yeah, rocking around the Christmas trees, playing. You know, he's got the Michael Jordan Michael cutout Jordan going around on the train. Very Chicago of them. Very Chicago. He's got the mannequins dancing. It just, I mean, and it fools them. It does. You know,
1: it looks cool from the outside.
0: I just remember watching that. As a kid, and thinking like that is amazing. Brilliant this kid, is so smart, he's a genius. It was really cool and just a fun scene. Uh, And then, of course, the snow at the end, and and when he runs to hug his mom, like yeah. the look on his face. You know, at first, like she's afraid he's mad at him, and then he finally like smiles and runs to hug her. Like it always gives me chills. Yeah, and
1: I can hear the music, like doo, yeah.
0: doo, doo doo doo. That's so good. <laughs> And then, um, just a funny moment, but and we kind of said it a minute ago. But I <laughs> love when Buzz is like calling off, like he's rattling off the list to I think one of his siblings as to why he's not worried about Kevin yeah. being home alone. And I just love that he's like A, <laughs> da, 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 two, da, da da da, and D. Da, 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 da. It's just great. And I think I feel like he does that in Home Alone too. also.
1: I think he does, yeah. There are some similar beats in Home Alone too. Yeah. But it's still a fun movie.
0: Oh, yeah. It is. It is. We just rewatched it, and I actually didn't remember a lot of it. You know, I mean, I know I watched it, but yeah. it was a fun one. So this family, like, packing up and going to Paris, like, is this big group. Right. Did your family ever go on big vacations for the
1: holidays? Not necessarily, like, big vacations. I feel like we went and visited my grandmother mother in Iowa once. And I had this electronic baseball game in the early 80s where it was literally like a single large LED bulb that would go like blink, blink, blink. And that was the was baseball. It shaped,
0: was it shaped like a diamond? or was it, it was shaped.
1: Baseball? The whole thing was shaped like a diamond.
0: I feel like maybe my next door neighbor, Rob, wow.
1: had that. So I had that and I played that as much as I could. Uh-huh. And I fell asleep because we had to travel to Iowa mm-hmm. from New York. I feel like for Christmas, I, I, I might have it wrong as mm-hmm. far as when we traveled, but I feel like it was for Christmas. Okay. And I don't remember many other trips because our, our family was so large. I mean, what are they gonna do? They're gonna bring all the gifts with them and stuff like that. So yeah, we didn't we didn't go a lot of places.
0: Did you guys ever go out of the country at no. all together?
1: Not for Christmas. Okay. We traveled to Canada once, I think. Yeah. I saw the Northern Lights. I That's think, so cool. On that trip.
0: I'm jealous. We'll do it one day.
1: Yes. What we never you?
0: like traveled at Christmas time. We always stayed at home. You know, we would go to my grandparents and stuff like that, but. Right. And we never traveled out of the country either. But one of my favorite things, not from childhood, but traveling to traveling during the holidays was yeah. when you and I went to the UK for our honeymoon.
1: It was amazing.
0: Two years ago. Most people, I feel, go, go to like tropical places for their honeymoon. But we chose, we're big Liverpool Football Club fans. Yes. And we, you know, definitely wanted to go there anyway to see a game. And we decided to go on our honeymoon. You know, we got married in November. And so we just held off a little bit so that we would be there during Christmas time. Yep. During the festive season of soccer yep. and our Premier League soccer.
1: Which is a very busy season game wise. It is.
0: It is. There's Boxing Day. There's a lot going on. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: But it was just really cool. And also crazy because it... There were times like the streets were so empty. It felt like we were on a Universal Studios yeah, back It's lot. like
1: you're on a movie lot. We are because in the middle in of a, a city, <laughs> yeah. like a major city, and it is empty. Yes. Except for one person.
0: Oh, he was so creepy, who too. Who was
1: walking behind us.
0: And he probably wasn't creepy, but he just no. felt creepy because he was walking behind us. And it, there was it no one creepy. else out there. Right.
1: We were out there in the middle of a city, like checking stuff out because everybody's doing their thing and nobody is out. Literally no one. That was no on one. Christmas
0: Day, though. That was Christmas.
1: Christmas Day and we're like, let's go for a walk. And we waltzed around town, checked it out.
0: We just bounced around from hotel bar to hotel bar because those are the only ones open.
1: Yeah, there was like 10 hotel bars open. We went to like four of them.
0: Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot
1: of fun. <laughs> it was a good experience. It was, and it was really cool. It was fun to see kind of like the differences between our Christmas cultures.
0: Yes. And it's cool how they do like Christmas, they call them feasts. What do they call them? Like people like basically, you know, you make reservations to have your Christmas meal. Yeah. Usually like at a hotel restaurant or something like that or, you know, regular restaurant.
1: Yeah, because that was hard to get.
0: It was very hard. to get. You had to make reservations for everything. Yeah. And then they also do like a Boxing Day tea. They do the afternoon teas.
1: Boxing Day is the day after Christmas.
0: Yes. Yeah. If you didn't make reservations, then you were basically screwed. I yeah. mean, that's we were lucky we had room service for a lot of that.
1: Yeah. I feel like we wouldn't have gotten... Gotten to eat anything for a couple
0: days there. For a yeah. couple
1: days, if we didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Although, was the Tesco open?
0: The Tesco was open. We would walk. Not the Christmas Tesco.
1: Day, but probably Boxing Day. Yes. Yeah, Christmas did. Day, you were literally SOL. Other than the bars. Yeah. So you were going to drink your meals. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> or have bar food.
1: Or have but. bar food.
0: The big thing for me was that I really wanted someone to say I wanted to hear "Happy Christmas" Happy everywhere, Christmas. right? Yeah. And so I was really disappointed because people kept just saying "Merry Christmas" to me. You're like, and I know they meant well, but I was like, look, I'm American. I don't need you to say Merry Christmas. I need you to be very British and say Happy
1: Christmas. (laughs) Happy Christmas. And
0: finally, I think it was on Christmas Eve, someone said Happy Christmas to us. (laughs) And I was so happy. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I guess that's our only big like traveling over the holidays thing. But I would do it again. That was a lot of fun, especially because we don't have children. So I feel like we might do that like maybe every third year. Yeah. Travel somewhere for Christmas.
1: Right. It was a lot of fun to go to another country and just experience christmas there it was i had a lot of fun yeah with you doing that
0: i also think it would be fun like okay like your side of the family huge but i think it would be fun if we all did a trip for christmas
1: i mean if we did a home alone <laughs> christmas like that except <laughs> Maybe don't not forget to another anybody
0: country or something but like even if we just all went to stayed in like a ski village somewhere
1: that would be fun. yeah you could stay in the, the the u.s is so huge yeah and so diverse that you could almost go anywhere and get a similar experience other than the fact that it's a different culture. Yeah. Um, you can't really simulate that mm-hmm. in the US. We're right. all pretty similar, mm-hmm. but you could definitely go to Colorado, you go to Utah, you go to Wyoming, any of these places and hit a really cool ski village.
0: Yeah. Can't wait till we can travel again.
1: Yes. Soon, soon, soon.
0: I guess that was, that's pretty much all of Home Alone. I mean, yeah. I feel like we could talk about Home Alone forever.
1: Yeah. I but agree.
0: I guess we'll, we'll cut it off here. We need to talk about toys.
1: So I'm going to bring in one of the toys I was super excited about to get. Yes. So I got one to keep, <laughs> I got one to play with. It's the re-release, it's not the original one, yeah. but it is so spot on. It is actually referenced earlier from the dude.
0: Oh, who voiced Stripe? Yes.
1: The voice of Stripe, Frank Welker. It's Soundwave.
0: Yeah. I got
1: Soundwave. And I got Buzzsaw.
0: Now, who, what's Buzzsaw?
1: So you got Soundwave. He's a boombox.
0: Right. You transformed him for me the I other did. day. So cool.
1: You saw him in his robot form. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I showed you his tape. Uh-huh. So Buzzsaw is a tape. Okay. So you transform him in, into a boombox from a robot. Uh-huh. And then Buzzsaw is and he a the other ones.
0: or is he a, like a cassette player? Like
1: He's a, a boombox. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't disparage Sandler. He is a (laughs) boombox. A
0: full on boombox. Yes.
1: So he's got different tapes. This tape that I got is Buzzsaw, but he's got like Ravage. Uh, I can't remember the other ones, but he's got a bunch of tapes that he can fire out that are different, like animals. Oh, uh, Buzzsaw is a like a pterodactyl, or Ravage is this dude with like uh, earthquake hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right,
1: but yeah. So this is one for me that I, I didn't have any. Well, other than Bumblebee, I had Bumblebee as a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any Transformers toys. Actually, I had Bumblebee and. Cl- clones of bumblebee it's like a bumblebee's yellow there's like a red bumblebee that i had i can't remember but i had pretty much just bumblebee and nothing bigger than that so i always wanted these big ones and that's why i got Soundwave. okay yeah very cool what about you
0: can you hand me that box
1: oh
0: be careful with the box the box is a little beat up a little beat up so this one you got for me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: as a surprise not a birthday gift just a random surprise just
1: a surprise
0: a couple months ago actually it is strawberry shortcake and she comes with custard (laughs) her little kitty cat yep and this is an original she's i'm trying to find the, the actual date it's from kenner it says it says 1980
1: 1981
0: yeah so it is early that is amazing so yeah she she's definitely the one that i played with as a kid um and we opened her well she's kind of opened anyway because the box yeah. is is falling apart a little bit this one's definitely been opened but she looks great i mean she's still like attached to the back of it but um I got her out to try to smell her.
1: Yeah, because I remember them smelling like Yeah, she them.
0: smells like a, um, kind of like a library <laughs> and um, a grandma's house.
1: She doesn't smell like strawberry shortcake anymore. She doesn't. Anymore, it's sad,
0: but I mean, can you blame her? She's... It's
1: been how, a long time. How
0: many years old? <laughs> she's 30 years old? No, 40
1: years old. Wow.
0: 1980. Yeah, she's 40. 40
1: years old? Holy cow. You Better
0: don't take look a easy. day over five. No. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, it even says like doll and pet are strawberry scented, non toxic.
1: Doll and pet. I bet pet. that
0: is not true.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> used to be.
0: I bet she was very toxic. I was so excited to get her. I also got one of her friends, but I'll talk about her another time.
1: Save that for later.
0: Yeah. I love strawberry shortcake, and she's still around. They just change her over time. It's weird to see her now though, because she—they've definitely changed how she looks.
1: Yeah, she's different.
0: Yeah, but I loved her. I feel like I had—I had her house shaped Ooh. like a strawberry.
1: Really, I never saw that.
0: Or maybe that was a carrying case too, kind of like the Love oh, thing. It was a carrying case, yeah. But it also a house, and I had a bunch of the a, bun- a bunch of her friends too. So much fun.
1: Absolute fun. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone.
0: Ho, ho, ho. Maybe we'll talk about a Christmas
1: story next. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You never all know. Right. All right, we'll talk to you all soon. Maybe. Bye. Bye. All and we're back. It was fun. It was fun.
0: <laughs> this episode also really made me want to go back to Liverpool.
1: It was a magical experience.
0: Yes, especially being there at Christmas. Yes. Also, I love how we talked about my strawberry shortcake doll being toxic and you played toxic by Britney Spears over it. <laughs> it just made me laugh because this was back when you did all the editing. And so it was like a little surprise. Right. Because we didn't say like, oh, play toxic here. You know what I mean? Like you were just listening to it and thought, let's put toxic in here.
1: Yeah. And early on, we wouldn't do that much.
0: No, we didn't do a lot of sound clips or, or songs or anything back in the day. We, we just were scared to do anything.
1: Now we just say, who gives a sh-?
0: well everybody does it well not everybody but a lot of podcasts that i listen to do it so i was just like why are we not i mean it just makes it more enjoyable
1: it is i love putting little clips in there yeah it's fun yeah
0: One last reminder before we let you go. We did do an episode on Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, for Patreon only last year, 2021. It's a fun episode. It is. You get access to it and all the other episodes we talked about if you head over to Patreon.
1: Go check them out. Well, go eat all the junk and watch rubbish and enjoy your Christmas.
0: And go easy on the Pepsi. Ah! If you love the podcast and you want to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can email us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up.
1: We've got our Facebook group, The Cozy Club, fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up.
0: And if you would like to help support the podcast or just have access to 40 plus bonus episodes, you can come over to our Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. You can donate $4 or more per month and that helps support the podcast and what we've got going on. And it also makes us happy. That's right. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. All right. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Nope. 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 <laughs>